I have no idea why, but in the episode coming up, I interrupt myself a lot in the first half. Uh, yeah, because that's my style these days. I didn't used to. I used to speak for an hour straight in other podcasts and all that sort of stuff and not interrupt myself and just let it ride. Uh, but um, I've, 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 uh, you know, my new novelty is to listen back to myself and interrupt myself with little you know, smart-ass comments. <laughs> Uh, so, um, I've done that, and uh, now now I think it's a bit disjointed. But once uh, you do that, you can't undo it, so I have to leave it. Now, look, half of it's still all right, and half of it's a mess. Uh, but then I don't know which half is all right and which half is the mess, so I'm going to have to leave it all in there. Definitely a groovy sound effect, that one. This episode is about popes. And there is nothing more boring than a pope. So I'm going to resort to cheap sound effects. Along with interrupting myself a lot. Maybe that will spice up the popes a bit. Nothing can spice up a pope. I'm ready to talk about the popes, the puppers, the bishops, whoever they are, the head guys, the bosses in in charge of the Christian communities uh, that were springing up all over uh, Rome, uh, Jerusalem first and then fanning out. Um, and here it comes. And after hours and hours of preparation, I reckon I can do it in one minute. <laughs> wouldn't that be funny? All right. Well, probably not one minute because that wouldn't be me then, would it? Okay. What happened? Communities sprang up everywhere. You know, uh, devout, uh, you know, um, evangelistic uh, males, I'm betting, heading up each one of them. And soon enough, because Roman roads were so good... Uh, soon enough, there was a community in each of, at least one community in each of the major uh, centres where one of these communities might spring up, being... Uh... Your minute is up, Charlie. Rome, Antioch. Uh, you know, big cities of their day, uh, Constantinople, Alexandria, and of course, back in Jerusalem. Okay, so we would we are imagining there were four major, five major communities that that sprang up pretty quickly, and each one of them would had have had you know a yeah each 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 community would have said this is the father of our community you know because um you know whether we're chimpanzees or whether we're humans we tend to like having a male at the top. Or we used to, uh, and uh, so each of these communities, as you know, soon enough, would have had a male in charge of each community. A minute forty-one. Not too bad for me, but given this is me, let's now waffle on about exactly what I've already said for another hour. Without adding much. Do you need to get to sleep? You could use these podcasts for that. Um, and if the, if there wasn't, um, 
a male in, in charge of one of the communities, you know, soon enough a male would have sort of stood up and said, listen, we need a male in charge of this community. And everyone would have said, because they're all so socially constructed in Rome and in all the other cultures that were the client states of Rome, uh, they would have been socially constructed too just take it for granted there should be a male at the head you know um and each of these males would have come to be called the father the founding father you know we, we still have that these days don't we maybe there will be less of that in the future but this is not a uh, podcast that's about you know hoping that the world will become a better place this is an amoral podcast this is not a moral podcast. Okay. This is not a podcast that is hoping for a better future. You know, this is a podcast that's just cu- curious. Nothing more than curious. No dreams. You know, I do not have a dream. <laughs> I do not have any dreams. You know? um, okay. Uh, right. So uh, now there would have been other communities besides these, but these became the major greenhouses of Christianity. You know, in which Christian ideas grew, you know, and they all would have had slightly different ideas about the best way to, um, well, how shall we say it, interpret Jesus's word, you know, um, and also create Jesus's word here and there. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure there wasn't just interpreta- interpreting of Jesus's word. I'm sure they were actually kind of writing it. In fact, I, I wonder when the, where the Gospels were written. Oh, excuse me. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Yep. Great. Someone just, yeah, I just ordered a coffee. So, uh, nice bloke uh, brought it out to me while I was talking on my phone. Okay. Where were the Gospels written? I'm guessing somewhere near Jerusalem, but I could be wrong. Uh, I've never investigated this at all, so I have no idea. Uh, and who were they written by? Uh, but, you know, now, um, I think the letters of Paul and the letters of Peter and the letters of a few other people, yeah, that would have been um, in the early days, the letters, uh, flying about the place. Uh, and we spoke about Paul, previous episode, how he came along. Right, so people are writing letters. You know, there's a, a new, a new, an exciting new... Um, sect is in in the roman world and it's and it's and it's getting legs and people are getting excited about it and it's spreading you know so it's beat off if if there were other uh sects this one's outstripping them all by now these other yeah there was i know there was a cult of isis you know and I'm, i'm just guessing that um grew out of the egyptian uh tradition but this one was growing out of the uh, Jewish tradition okay that's interesting um, but they're all growing up in the Roman world and that's interesting too so I think these cults, these sects as I've mentioned before uh, are a response to Rome yeah, uh, others, you know, uh, the sorts of things you would expect if ancient religions um, are subsumed into a, a kind of Western world like Roman was, you know, it wasn't called the Western world then, but we these days see it as, you know, the original Western world uh, because we're, we're um, descended from them uh, now through the Renaissance, the Greeks and the Romans, yeah, and all the other influences, you know, that, um, the, that went into the uh, cake that was Rome. 
Okay. Now, yeah. All right. We're descended from all of that. Yeah. Uh, right. So, um, but we had five, um, five groups, uh, five major centres of Christian introspection, and it seems like there was a lot of energy about it, you know, and. Gee, I wouldn't have got anywhere back then because I, I wouldn't have, um, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have cared. <laughs> um, but I don't know whether that's just because I live in the 21st century, but it takes a lot to get me excited, and I don't think they could have got me excited. Maybe they could have when I was 25, but I'm 56 now, so uh, yeah, evangelism doesn't work on me anymore. Uh, uh, it did a bit when I was young. But then I I was very changeable. The next day I was with a Buddhist and we went walking from Holbrook and started walking north. He had a crooked stick. I think he was laying it on thick. and he was writing me letters saying Om Shiva and all that sort of stuff for ages, thinking that I was going to stay a Buddhist, you know. But, um, but about a day later, I was, some, I was something else, you know. Anyway, five, um, five groups. Um, and each one had a papa. All right, then. Uh, and there would have been other groups too besides those five, but they're major urban centres, so you would expect them to be the major greenhouses. And each one of them, you know, immediately began, and I reckon in a very excited way, debating, uh, starting to um, construct some structure around Christianity. Yeah? And this is when Christianity uh, starts to become defined. I don't think Jesus defined it. I think these mobs did. Um, I'm going to have to interrupt in a second because I can see someone else I know and they were going to want to say hello. So I'll just interrupt for a second. Right, back to where I wasn't. And at some stage in one of these centres, I reckon, I reckon it would have been only in one of these centres, someone decided, you know, everyone was talking, 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 writing letters, writing letters, talking. I think a lot of that was happening. Um, and, you know, standing on soapboxes and meeting in places, you know, public and secret, depending on whether you might be persecuted or not at that point in time. Uh, you know, because magic cults, Rome always had an eye on magic cults. And it wasn't just Christians, you know. Uh, all the other magic cults, you know, Rome had an eye on them too. And the, they had an eye on the, all their client states. And if anyone stepped out of line, um, they smashed them, you know, as, as you should if you're Rome. Yeah. So, um, you know, Christians these days, all the Romans, you know, they say the Romans... Oh, yeah, they picked on us, you know, but they picked on everybody who stepped out of line. Yeah, they picked on Romans who stepped out of line. They, you know, if you stepped out of line, they picked on you. If you played happy citizens or happy client states, you know, if you played the game in Rome, when in Rome, uh, and you were wherever you were, you were in Rome, unless you weren't, <laughs> unless you were in Persia or Ethiopia, we never got colonised. <laughs> 
I always say that when I mention the word Ethiopia here. Uh, that's my l- uh, uh, leaf motive. Is that the right word? Um, uh, <laughs> Hey Alex, do you know what a leaf motif is? Did you just find the word out? <laughs> it's not even a real word. <laughs> Alright, ready for bed? Yes. In Ethiopia, we were never colonised. <laughs> Alright, and unless you're in Ireland, yeah. Neither were we, and that's because we didn't want you, says Rome. Yes, of course you weren't colonised. Ireland, you weren't worth colonising. You too, Ethiopia. We would have liked you, Persia. Uh, Australia, didn't even know you were there. Now, children, shut your ears, uh, but I want to say something, and I need to swear. Uh, so do shut your ears. But here's the funny thing about Australia. If you went back to ancient Rome with a completely Aussie accent and um, and you said something like, you know, and you borrowed a few words from, what, French and Spanish and all that sort of thing, and um, and you said, hey, uh, fucking, where, quando, quest, quesquese, quere, you know, uh, Australia, mate, yeah. Um, now, if you said all those words, people would actually kind of know what you were saying. And in this sense, Rome seems strangely modern to me. Uh, other places, and I mention Ethiopia all the time, but even Britain. Oh, no, no, yeah, Britain. Yeah, Britain, you know, not too long ago. Um, and um, you can go back only 300 years to, to a lot of places. And you're going a long way back in time. You know, just by going back 300 years, those places are a very, very foreign place. Uh, but if you go back 2,000 years, it all starts to look familiar again, sort of. You, know, you could go to the Colosseum and um, it, would look, it would look and feel a lot like the MCG. Um, and I think I've mentioned this before, but I don't know where. Probably not. Probably not in this podcast. So I'll say it again. Uh, uh, when they were doing the movie Gladiator, Russell Crowe, um, um, which I went to uh, and liked, uh, when they were doing that movie, uh, they had experts on board. So uh, they were being very particular about getting the right look and feel, uh, and. The historians, you know, the historians, the experts, were saying, well, if you went back to the Colosseum and, you know, it was sort of the MCG of its time. Uh, if you don't know what the MCG is, by the way, go home, Americans. <laughs> uh, right. The MCG is our Colosseum. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, if you went back in time, uh, the historians said, well, you need to have advertising everywhere um, all around the place. Uh, on the on the sides and you know and before the before the games um you know get some people come out with banners um advertising you know the the whatever was the coca-cola and pepsi of 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 the ancient roman world and the movie makers uh decided no that is one thing we won't do because it won't get a good reaction people just won't believe it but apparently it's true 
Uh, so it would seem strangely modern to go back to Rome. And in this sense, um, I, I almost feel that I get a feel for the birth of Christianity because it's just like some new paradigm movement springing up in Australia today. I, I, I feel this is, you know, this is my social construction that even imagines all this, so I might be wrong, but that's, that's the feel I get. Okay, so back to what I was talking about. Ah, I should mention that in ancient Rome, yeah, at the time of Jesus, um, they did use the word Australia for a great southern land that they, they guessed must be down there somewhere, you know. So Australia was kicking around Rome already at that time. Um, in the, uh, in the you know, Cicero, you know, who in his time might have been called Cicero, uh, they tell me. Uh, they didn't have a soft C. Uh, oh, excuse me. Uh, yeah, he, he, he used the word Australis, uh, Australis, you know. Um, and we used that word to name our country here. So that's the way it goes and all that sort of thing. All right, I've got to get going again. Africa as a whole, didn't know you were there either. I thought we thought it stopped at the Sahara. How about that? There's stuff underneath. Huh. Yeah. We just called the North Bit Africa. And uh, we didn't call all of it Africa because we didn't know it was there. <laughs> um, yeah, people these days, we called it Ethiopia, say the Greeks and the Romans, you know. We just called all that area. And we called the North Bit Africa. But we, we kind of called, you know, everyone down there the Ethiopians, you know. Uh, it wasn't specific to modern-day Ethiopia. It's got nothing to do with modern-day Ethiopia. The word Ethiopia got nothing to do with it. It just means, you know, dark, dark people. You know, dark people down there. That's what it means, down there. D-P-D-T. Dark people down there. You know, and the gallo, the gall, the milkskins, uh, the white people up there. W-P-U-T. Whoopat. And... Dipetit down there. Right. So that's all that was, you know. Um, the Greeks especially liked to describe people by what they looked like. And I actually can't see that as being a major problem in a bubble. Um, I think that's reasonable. Um, you know, what's the most obvious, you know, if, if that was your most distinctive characteristic, you know, your skin colour, uh, I can't think of a, a better way to describe someone you know like if someone commits a murder uh, uh then um in rome and you go up to the uh not the police they didn't have police you know you go up to someone uh, you go up to well whoever and uh say oh there's been a murder and they say all right describe the person i can't because it would be unfair uh he was just a person Oh, you said he. <laughs> oh, yeah, it could have been a she. Uh, yeah, it really makes um, solving murders a fairly long, drawn-out sort of um, process because you end up interviewing a lot of additional people, a lot more people than you might otherwise. Right. Uh, so, um, what were we up to? Oh, yeah, five, yeah, so five communities... And they were greenhouses. Now, there were letters flying around, letters of St. Paul to the Greeks, and letters of St. Peter to the Romans. 
and so on and so forth. Um, and I'm sure letters to the others. Now, the five of who were the... Now, there were 12 apostles. Let's see. There was 12 apostles, including Judas, wasn't there? And then Judas committed suicide. So they brought another one in. I think he was called Simon. I'm actually a Catholic. I'm a Catholic. You know, I am a Catholic. Uh, but... Uh, and I'm pretty, you know, obviously I've been brought up with this stuff all my life, you know. But uh, even if you uh, know something really well, you can still stuff up. And also, if you're someone like me who really doesn't care about the detail, I am not here to pass on facts. You know, I am not here to pass on knowledge. I could not care about the knowledge. I'm here, I'm here for the act of just thinking about, you know, musing about these things. Um, I, I really don't care. You know, if I get a Roman emperor wrong or a bishop wrong or something like that, it really doesn't matter as long as the major point that I'm making stands properly still. You know, stand still, major reason, and properly as well. Right. So, uh, five centres. Um, now, there were 12. Now, this is the maths doesn't work, does it? So, 12 apostles, five major centres. Now, uh, each of those major centres, I assume, either actually or retrospectively, uh, traces its papa, its cult leader, whatever you want to call it, doesn't matter, pope, its pope, you know, five popes. Each of those major cult centres, uh, I believe, and I've been listening to a podcast about this, and I sort of know it anyway from my own sort of, you know, because some priest told me once, uh, traces itself back to one of the apostles. I think that's true. And if it isn't, so what? You know, you just hold that knowledge um, warmly to yourself. You know, I don't really want to learn. I don't care. But let's just uh, propose that that might be the case. Okay, so now we know, or I know, and most people know that the Catholics say that their papahood, their patriarchy, um, their uh, version of Christianity, uh, their community traces back to po- uh, to Peter. You know, so P- now, um, I think um, that the one in Alexandria traces back to Andrew, is it, or James? You know, one of those, and that's how it works. You know, and then the one in um, Jerusalem would trace back to someone else, and another one would trace back to someone else, and so on and so forth. You know, so that's how it works. The major puppers, the popes of all these five centres, um, trace back, trace themselves back to an apostle. Now, I don't even know if the apostles, the apostles existed exactly as they are, but for the purposes of this podcast, per um, well, let's just say they do, because even if they don't, people imagine that they did, and that's kind of good in a way as well, you know. That has legitimacy. If someone imagines a thing like 12 apostles, nice and neat, even doesn't, like eggs, you know, and how convenient and all that sort of thing, and if one commits suicide, another one comes in because it has to be 12, you know. Did Jesus make a rule that there has to be 12? Why, would they have, why did there have to be 12, you know? And this is the sort of thing that I think might be made up later, you know, it just, you know, um, what is this convention of 12? Now, 12 is a nice round even number. Um, and, yeah, and it's too cute in my book. You know, the whole Bible is too cute, you know, to be God's word because it all marries up too easily and all that sort of stuff. You know, people say, oh, it's a miracle. Look, we've done analysis of the Bible. And, you know, if you 
if you turn it upside down and reverse it and it's all you know um it all and then do the maths on all the words and all that sort of thing it all adds up and there's a bit there's a and then um it all matches up into the center and you know and there's a yin and there's a yan in there and all that sort of stuff and i say it's not a miracle it's the way you know they were people were people were making it do that on purpose so that you would come along later and say divine intervention must have made this uh, book so miraculous. But it wasn't miraculous, you know. People put a lot of effort into it. They had a lot of energy. They were very excited about their new religion. Right. So, uh, and I might have been talking about the Old Testament more than the New Testament there, but I don't know what I'm talking about. And it, as I say, it doesn't matter. Right. But what's interesting to me is I think there was a lot of talk, a lot of debate you know, it would have been a lot of fights too. I heard, I did hear that Paul and Peter used to have a lot of fights. Have you ever been part of a revolution, people? Um, the revolutionaries tend to fight amongst themselves every bit as um, furiously as they fight the evil oppressors, you know, people such as Rome and people such as the Jews, you know, in the case of the Christian, the early Christians, you know. The, the Jewish conservatives, you know, the Christians were progressives. They're not progressives now. The Christians, you know, you ask anyone down the street now, under 30, um, and you say, Christian, and they say, conservative, you know. And, but go back to Rome, and you say the same thing. Uh, go up to um, anyone under 30 who's a progressive and all that sort of stuff, total hippie and all that stuff, and you say, Christianity. And I say, well, <laughs> I'm Jesus, and I'm under 30. <laughs> Oh, are you? Oh, all right. Yes, and I'm not a conservative. In fact, I am rebelling against Jewish conservatism, and I'm going to call this thing that I'm building, I'm going to call it Christianity, you know. So that's the way it was, I think. All right. Um, so five major centres. Now we're getting, we're honing in on the popes here. Um, whether actually or legendarily, these five centres, I think... Um, well, I do know they each have a pope to this day. Um, now, there are two popes in Alexandria at the moment. I know that much. A Coptic pope and, you know, non-Coptic pope. Uh, so there's been a split there at some stage. But that's cool. We can handle that. The point is, originally, there were five popes, you know. And, um, and also, I hear, because I've been studying Ethiopia, I know they were granted their own pope, at some stage not too long ago and now i would almost remember the date 1959 i think it was um and god uh, you know uh, god knows how i remember that i think it was just um uh, I, I i saw that i actually googled that one i don't know why i try not to google things because i think it wrecks the fle- the freshness um of these podcasts you know because i could just I could just do these podcasts and just read Wikipedia pages, but that's not what these podcasts are about. You can do that yourself. You don't need these podcasts for that. You don't need these podcasts at all. You're selling yourself. Well, if you're telling yourself that, you're not listening anyway, so it doesn't matter. Right. So, um, five major centres, um, Antioch, Alexandria, Rome, uh, I can never say them fast, Jerusalem and um, Constantinople. Istanbul, not Constantinople. Um five major centres and each of them derive from a you know, this is back in time before all the splitting off splitters, you know, before all the splitting off, uh, and each of them deriving from some apostle. Now maybe actually you know, maybe those five apostles did fan out and start a mission Um, and as I said, I think 
in one of those centres, probably Jerusalem, at some stage they said, listen, debate is not enough. We haven't got enough, you know, substance going on with this religion. Um, they were having trouble defining Jesus, I reckon. I reckon they were all arguing. I bet you they were all arguing. And then, you know, at least three blokes got together, or maybe communities of blokes, and said, let's write a biography of Jesus so that we just get this locked down, you know, because, uh, yeah, there would have, surely there was debate about, did Jesus say that, blessed are the cheesemakers, or did he say blessed are the peacemakers, and all that sort of stuff, you know. Mont, uh, Monty Python's Life of Brian um, illustrated that very well, that problem. And there would have been a problem, surely. You know, in each of these five centres, people would have been arguing about what Jesus did actually say, you know. And they'd say, I remember, I was bloody there, said Peter, you know, and said, well, I don't care. Um, says Paul, um, I heard from James, you know, that Jesus said this and that, you know, and James is a really good bloke, you know. Um, and Peter, you're a bit scatty, and Peter was a bit scatty, I think. I don't think much of Peter uh, myself from what I've heard. I don't even know if he existed, so it doesn't really matter. I think he did exist. Right. No, because he wrote letters. Uh, okay. Well, now, the Gospels, I think at some stage someone said it would be ideal if some Gospels, rules about what Jesus said, existed. And what I think they did is um, maybe a, um, you know, a little bit like Constantine much later, uh, where Constantine said, listen, just let's get this Bible straight. You know, what's in, what's out, let's edit it, all that sort of thing. Um, what, are we, what are we going to include? What are we going to exclude? You know, which letters are we going to include? You know, the letters of Paul, we'll keep them because he was a Roman. Uh, and the letters of Peter, but let's check out the letters of Thomas, you know, because they're pretty crap. You know, they would have had that argument. They would have had a huge debate in Constantine. Constantinople, uh, much later in history, not that much later, maybe 300 years or whatever it was. Right, 400. Um, but even earlier on, way back, I think that debate was had then, as you would in a cult, where um, all Jesus' words are hearsay. You know, people are saying, Gee, I remember Jesus saying, blessed are the cheesemakers. And they say, no, it was blessed are the peacemakers, I'm quite certain. The manufacturers, all dairy products, you know. Um, and um, there would have been that debate. And I think that had to be resolved. I really do think that had to be resolved. And somewhere in the Roman world, somewhere, people sat down, and it could have been three people only. It could have been four people. Their names could have been Robert, Bruce, you know, David and, you know, and uh, Barry, you know. It doesn't really matter what their names are. Uh, but these people, there could have been ten of them and there could have been three of them. You know, a lot of historians think there were only three. Uh, and these people sat down and wrote four separate biographies of Jesus' mission, you know, from when he turned 30 till he died when he was 33. And they all match up fairly nicely. Um, oh, well, unsurprisingly. Um, you know, Chinese whispers and all that. And plus they were probably colluding just that little bit. Who knows? Um, and two of the Gospels do seem to be written in the same style as if they were by the same person. Um, but if I was writing a biography of Jesus, I would say four biographies is better than one because it's going to be believed a lot better. Yeah, you know, we'd like to hear it from four different people. So I reckon um, at some stage these communities, and I'm, I'm betting in Jerusalem, but maybe in Rome, but I think in Jerusalem, uh, people got together and said, let's write it all down what Jesus did say, and that can be an argument settler, you know. But let's settle the argument. Let's write it down and we'll say that's it, you know. So 
All right, everyone in a circle, what did Jesus say in the Sermon on the Mount, you know? Right, blah, 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 blah. Hands, you know, democracy, you know, we live in the Greek-speaking world. Let's have a vote. What did, was it? And and we have, uh, let's see, there's 12 of us here who were on, were attend, who were present um, at the Sermon on the Mount. Yep, uh, right, hands up, who heard cheesemakers six hands go up shit <laughs> yeah or whatever the roman for shit is you know and i think it might be shit yeah i know that f word is a roman word um so you know why not the sh word i don't know uh, i might have been shite actually uh, because i think the jews were a little bit irish now uh so show of hands no and some st- at some you know they might have had a countback system you know uh, uh, what would it be um if someone had to have the right of veto, I reckon that would have been Paul. You know, so Paul said to everyone and said, all right, who was at the Sermon on the Mount? Um, and six people said, I heard cheesemakers. And the other six said, I heard peacemakers. And Paul says it's peacemakers. And, you know, all the Jews um, who were the apostles said, hey, Paul, you can't, that's unfair. And he says, hey, who's a Roman citizen here? Yeah, fair enough. All right, Okay. All right, it's and um, and that's the way it went. All right, um, and that's how the Gospels were written. I bet, or some variation of that, some variation of that. Right, where are we up to? We have at least four popes. Uh, sorry, five popes, one in each center. Now, um, now I think there were other communities, and let's just imagine. Someone interrupted me by ringing me. If you know anything about my podcast, you know that happens a lot. All right, back to it. So uh, I'm going to imagine that there were lots of Christian communities, early Christian communities. Um, Of those communities, I know of five, and I am happy to say that I almost know that each of them would have um, traced themselves back to an original bishop that was in charge at the start, um, original patriarch, original pope, and each of those would have been a different apostle, you know, in 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 their um, tradition of the in the tradition of these communities, and quite likely they were actually derived from those five apostles, because I'm imagining those five apostle, apostles did spread out and start missions. All right, yeah, right. Um, I'm just you know, it doesn't matter if they did or not, you know. Um, yeah, if there's no proof that they didn't, then maybe they did. And if they, if there's no proof they did, then maybe they didn't. You know, it, it doesn't. You, who can be bothered worrying about that? Right now, um, I would say there were a lot of other Christian communities too, um, in smaller centres of the Roman Empire, not just the major centres like Antioch and so on, and you know Rome and Constantinople. Right, I would say that there were other Christian communities, and I would say that each of them would have said would have had a a boss you know much like christian um groups even um happy clap groups these days you know charismatics whatever you want to call them um they tend to have a a head what a head preacher or something there's always a head isn't there of a christian church you know because um well it's patriarchal the whole idea of christianity but it was still progressive uh back in its time you know uh, you could be patriarchal and highly progressive back then. Right. Uh, and um, so I think, you know, there, each of the apostles is probably, I think, 
uh, the original papa of at least one uh, modern church or back then modern Christian community or sect or cult. You know, each of the apostles would be the original pope of each of those uh, Christian communities, churches, whatever you want to call them, right? And I'm sure some of the apostles, at least, maybe all of them, are the original popes of more than one of those, all right? Uh, Because, you know, like, let's say, uh, let's say uh, Simon uh, the Replacement... (laughs) What was his name? Uh, Simon the Replacement for Judas um, is the head of one Christian community, you know, and they trace themselves back to Simon. And if that community splits into two, then they both claim Simon, you know. So, you you know, that would be easy to imagine. Um, And also people often just say, you know, oh, we derive from, you know, Simon. Um, And they might not have have at all. You know, Simon might have just went and... um, (laughs) <laughs> wine women and song for the rest of his life but you know you don't I don't know right so um and what else do I know uh, you know what else do I think I know about all that now uh, I was listening to this podcast and they said the popes were only one position in these communities that mattered you know there was also a a uh, role called a deacon okay um, and even women could be deacons, I think. Um, so there was another role. Yeah. Um, and they, you know, just like the popes now, um, just like the popes are handed on, the, popa- the papacy, the popery, you know, <laughs> is handed from, along from one pope to the next. Each pope, you know, there's a pope and then there's another one, there's another one, unbroken line and all that sort of stuff. Um, below the Pope, there is there are deacons, and each of those have been handing on from one to the next to the next to the next in history, you know. So, and I think the modern um, popes um, of each centre can trace themselves back, um, f- you know, through the ages back to an original, really early in the church, you know. And I think that's actually fairly quite likely that that was the case you know so um now um now there's two now this podcast i was listening to is a bit old um maybe five years old or something like that and he said there's two pope theodorus at the moment in alexandria he said that in 2013 i don't know whether they've died by now uh but that's interesting uh, a coptic pope theodorus in alexandria you know, in the modern, in, in the 21st century, and a non-Coptic pope. Um, Coptic is something to do with Egypt, you know, we'll get to that another day. Um, a non-Coptic pope in Egypt called Theodorus as well. And I think they're both called Theodorus II even, you know. So, um, uh, so you know, I sense a bit of split skis going on there, whatever. Doesn't really matter. Um, but they'll go, you know. Um, and obviously we've got a Pope Francis um, in the Roman... Uh, community um, the Roman greenhouse so in the Alexandrian greenhouse I think we've got an Ale- uh, a Theodorus a couple of Theodoruses um, in the um, and there would be one for Antioch and I don't even know his name and there would be one for Jerusalem and there would be one for 
uh, Constantinople even to this day. Now, the interesting thing is um, Alexandria, uh, sorry, Constantinople is no longer a Christian area. It's Muslim, all right? But um, they have a thing called a Pope in absence um, when a city dies, you know, completely wiped off the face of the earth or just becomes not Christian anymore. And um, and obviously Constantinople is one of those places. So they have a kind of a pope of uh, Constant Istanbul, but I think they still call it Constantinople, you know, um, in the in the Christian sense. And um, and it's called a holy see, S E E S E E, not S E A, you know. So uh, interesting word, you know. Um, you almost say. Um, I, you know, like Antioch doesn't exist really anymore. So it is headed up by a pope in absence, you know, in the absence of an Antioch. <laughs> the, so the Pope of Antioch, you know, doesn't see an Antioch anymore. So we say, <laughs> I see, uh, do you see Antioch? No, then we will call it a holy see. <laughs> they should call it a holy not see. <laughs> uh, that's stupid dad joke. Sorry, kids. Um, uh, so... Holy See, um, Antioch, uh, Jerusalem. It's still got a Christian community, so there's, um, I suppose, there's a Pope there. I don't even know what his name would be. Um, and there would be surely a Pope in, in the Holy See of Antioch and in the, a Pope over the Holy See of um, uh, Constantinople to this day. Uh, and that's it. So... That's, we've got seven popes there, uh, six, I've mentioned seven pap- papacies, haven't I? Um, one in Rome, the Catholics, Catholics, you know. Um, one in Alexandria, you know, don't know his name. One in Jerusalem, uh, sorry, two in Alexandria, you know, Coptic and non-Coptic these days. Um, one in Antioch. Um, one that has just been, you know, that the Ethiopians just grabbed. Yeah, you know, I think the one would have be the cop. I think the Ethiopians were connected to the Coptic um, Pope in Alexandria up into 1959. At a guess, and as far as I know, uh, but in 1959, the Coptic Pope, um, because Ethiopia had a very strong Christian community, that much I really sort of do know. Um, and it seems in 1959 the uh, surely Ethiopia said, "Listen, we really should have our own pope. You know, we're a very distinct mob. Um, we're a community. We're a greenhouse ourselves. You know, um, so we should have our own pope." And the pope, you know, they call it patriarch, but what's in a word? The word means nothing. I really think that because the pope is kind of just an evolved word anyway. It doesn't even exist. The word pope it means papa. You know, patriarch. The pope means patriarch. You know, so I don't want to get too hung. I'm going to call them all popes. You know, just to break that sort of the way people hang themselves on symbolism, you know. They, they find meaning in words, and words don't have meanings except for what they're referring to. That's philosophical. Um, there's no meaning in words except what you make of them, you know. So I don't, want to be, I don't want to be confined by words in that sense. Okay, so the, I'm just going to say popes because that's what the Pope of... Um, the Pope of Alexandria, I think, the Coptic Pope of Alexandria, said to the Ethiopians, um, yep, you can have your own Pope. So they've got their own Pope now. But there's this thing called communion. Um, and when people say, listen, you know, we're different greenhouses, different Christian greenhouses, we're different churches 
you know, so the Ethiopians, and I think even within Ethiopia there are different churches, um, but we'll get to that in detail another day, probably never. Um, but let's just, let's just imagine, you know, just pick one Ethiopian church. I think it's called Tewa Hadru or something like that, but I'll say that wrong. Um, and there's other um, Christian um, greenhouses. I'm going to call them greenhouses, you know. The churches, oh, I should call them churches, all right. Churches. There are all sorts of churches, you know, all sorts of Christian greenhouses where Christianity, in which Christianity grows and grows and grows forever. Okay, um, so there is an Ethiopian greenhouse church uh, called the Tehoa Hadru or something like that. Um, Tuadros, Tedros, yeah, something like that church of Ethiopia. And I'm assuming they've got their own pope. All right, and. There's a Coptic church um, centred in Alexandria. That's got its own Pope. And at least not too long ago, he was called Theodorus. Um, Greek-sounding word. Um, And, uh, you know, there's some famous Theodores in um, ancient uh, Rome uh, after Rome fell, you know, in Constantinople. You know, because Rome kept going after Rome fell um, in Constantinople. Now, uh, so... um, yeah, and so we've got a Pope in Ethiopia. I'm counting seven, I think. Two in Alexandria, one in Antioch, which is, you know, kind of a Pope in absence. Um, one in Constantinople, which is a Pope of, in absence because Constantinople isn't even called Constantinople anymore. It's called Istanbul. And one in Rome, Pope Francis. And, you know, he's probably the most famous one. Um, and they're all Popes. So I think I've got seven Popes there, five, six, seven. Yes, seven Popes I've identified. And I might call that uh, enough for this episode, 